0: Welcome to Awards Radar, the podcast. A weekly discussion of the awards races, Hollywood news, and the films you should have on your radar. Here's your host, Joey Magidson. Hey everybody, as we get uh, started, special note. We are recording this just shy of midnight on Sunday, April 25th, moments after the Academy Awards. So uh, we're all still either angry, happy, drunk, whatever. So that uh, keep that in mind as you listen. It's going up as quickly as possible. So, uh, raw, uncut, hardcore Oscar talk. Raw. X-rated.
1: Raw. And WWE no. Raw.
0: <laughs>
2: You're fired, Ryan. Awards Radar Raw. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, <That's> Sunday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yes, the Awards Radar podcast. We're built. We've built up to this for since September. So, you think we'd be prepared? But no. Um. So I'm Joey. And my initial uh, thought on the show was, uh, well, fuck that. Um, we'll get into more of it later. I'm joined by Miles. Hi
2: there, everybody. My initial thoughts were it was quite a different change of pace and kind of refreshing until it wasn't.
3: Exactly. <laughs> uh, we're also Steve. Hi, I'm Steve, and my thoughts were... Uh, Guys,
0: Steve's been drinking, so we're very curious how this is going to go, because he's also the editor of this afterwards. It it might
3: be 30 seconds long, so just uh, be prepared for that. I mean,
0: it sounds like your wedding night.
1: (laughs) Uh, oh. 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 Boom, 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 boom. You
3: had to ruin it. Started. Uh, that's probably also from your wedding night. Uh, <laughs> that was a
2: real. That was a real Anthony Hopkins moment, Joey. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, Already, you
0: know, he's not living. Not leaving his flat. Uh, and then Ryan is back.
1: Or maybe it is flat. Hello, everyone. Ooh. <laughs> uh
0: Yeah. So we uh, we all watched the show, obviously, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna briefly uh, start before we get into it, just by saying uh, it was a weird day because you know. You spend all this time doing it, and there's really nothing left to do on Oscar Sunday but watch. You know, my, my my way of explaining it to my family has always been, you know, if you cover sports, you know, if you're a journalist, on Super Bowl Sunday, there's really nothing else to write about once you file your like piece. You're waiting for the, sh- for the game. So it's kind of a quiet day. Also, it would have been my grandfather's birthday, and he was a movie projectionist. So, you know, movies, Oscar Sunday, all that, that was uh, a bit of a bummer for a little bit. So, you know. I will uh, just say that uh, I miss you, Pop, well, even though I don't believe that he's listening because, you know, that. Um, and ironically, Miles drank his his uh, booze once. So, you know. Uh, Did I? Figure. When was world? Yeah. When you were in New York and I brought you a flask, you barely drank. Oh uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the movie we went to go see? No, uh, I no, I do. Actually,
2: it was Duplicity with Clive Owen and Julia Roberts.
0: The frozen pizza spy movie.
2: Yeah, just God. Like, if it weren't for the fact that we had seen that together, I would have zero memory of that movie. Which movie yeah. again? Duplicity. Duplicity. Oh, it was with Tony Clyde Gilroy's follow-up t-
1: to uh, McClive Owen and uh, and uh, yeah. Julie Roberts. Oh, I, I love that, that movie. I love that. Me- Paul Giamatti, me- I, Giamatti that. I
0: think, right? Yes, Paul yeah, Giamatti, right. Tom
1: Wilkinson. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah,
0: and then we walked around for a long time trying to find a place to pee, because uh, that's what you did. Memories. Yep.
1: Oh. There yeah. you go. So, Memories all alone in the moonlight.
0: So, yeah, so that's how I spent the day and then the the pregame show started cuz god they spent a lot of time doing the pregame. And that was that was actually I didn't dislike that. I kind of like making it an all day thing.
1: Well, there was a except, well, there was a couple reasons to enjoy the pregame, Joe. Yeah. I mean, some, you know, we knew some people on there and
0: yeah, that's 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 a reason, but uh for the most it. people
1: and uh, and then uh, uh there were some people that uh, clips from their podcasts and whatnot got put in different well, spots the, and the, well, it was nice i mean
0: for most people that's not you know gonna gonna well it, be was,
1: it, it made it different than i actually knew people on the telecast well, yeah, for us yeah it's, yeah it's you know i don't know michael fucking I, strahan or anything but you know i you know i, know I was, uh, you
0: know. no i don't think i know no, uh, <laughs> i'm trying to remember have i done anything with no the thing is you know for for most people you know there's a there's a delineation between i want the oscars to be like an hour long in and out and I like the all day, like pomp and circumstance of it. So, you know, for the people who don't know anyone but are watching it, I-, I would imagine they enjoyed the longer show. But at the same time, this is the year, as you know, some people have mentioned, you know, less people have seen the movies in a way. Or if they did, it's not you just you don't talk about it in the same way. I was I was actually talking to someone yesterday about this, who they uh, they are. They're involved with a film festival that I that I go to every year or at least did. And. You know, they they haven't seen as many of the movies as normal, because even if you or even if you watch them at home, you know, if you watch No Land on Hulu, let's say you may have loved it. But it, it you're not necessarily driven to tell someone about it the same way as if, you know, I drove to the theater, I paid for parking, I got my popcorn and soda, I was blown away by the movie. I came out of it. And I need to talk to someone about it. You know, that wasn't uh, that was in short supply this year. So I, I I wonder how the pregame stuff went over. But, you know didn't make or break the stuff. I, I didn't hate the original song performances being there as much as I thought. Cause they got a, they got like a full moment and they got a little bit of production value. So I, I didn't hate that. I don't know that I want that to stay,
1: Well, they still but played it could the, have been a lot worse. They still played this a little bit of the songs at the telecast. They didn't make the whole big thing. So
0: yeah, they weren't, they weren't ready to go all in on, on shunning it, which I'm, I'm happy because almost all of the other choices they made, I didn't like, but we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. So the lead-up to the show, did anyone have any other thoughts Like before the show starts?
3: I enjoyed what I saw. I didn't get to see a ton of it, but I, I liked the slow play of it, you know, and actually diving into some of the films instead of the usual hour with red carpet, which is more fashion and bullshit and not a, enough film. And this time, you at least had film, even though it was spread out throughout, what, like five hours? but it was there. So,
1: yeah. And they still took a break in between, but I liked, um, the overall look and setup of not just the inside of the ceremony, um, in LA. Cause the, the other satellite places basically looked like a giant theater or whatever. It didn't even mm. look like they put any effort into those. Um, but I thought the, where they walked in sort of the entrance way, the, um, it looked like a bar, almost like a lounge restaurant sort of thing, and it looked like a place like to be honest that anybody in the world would want to go to. And I think what was so interesting, and as we get into it a little bit, Joe, is the fact that this was the first time many of these people had seen one another during this award show that wasn't over a Zoom, so yeah. or uh, some sort of you know internet device. So therefore you got real moments on the carpet where like yun-jun young is speaking to a reporter and glenn close walks up to her and she's blown away by glenn close because she's such a big fan you have directors meeting other directors you have these stars meeting other people talking about all their different performances i mean uh evidently they made little real Howery part of this whole thing give or take he's a, a very nice guy but it's just uh, no thank you don't you not, should, he's not an oscar he's not an oscar, oscar guy an yeah, yeah he's not an MC, but he did have like good moments on the carpet with riz Ahmed with daniel kaluuya you know it, it, it
0: with, with our with our, our friends the lucas brothers yes
1: with the lucas yeah. brothers who were who looked fantastic and were awesome um, you know
0: what? You know what it was watching the early stuff. So you joke about how well, Steve mentioned it being you know the fashion was the first part. My grandfather used to love that. He's like, I just want to watch the girls. I don't care about talking about it. But <laughs> I like this year in the sense of it made it look like the type of like event that I would have been at in years past, like not this one, obviously, but, you know, a real sort of loose, you know, get all the nominees in a spot and let them hang out. If it was, I would imagine if it wasn't on TV, like, let's say we get back to a normal year next year, if they still do something like that, and they have, you know, the the press and the pundits and stuff hanging out with the, the nominees as they can like, you know, have a drink and, and chat before they go into the show. That's a that's a good idea. That's a, you know, puts everyone in a good mood. Um, you know, a mood that I feel like, might have been a little squandered when we get to the end because i'm really curious actually to the point where i think i'm going to uh text keith i'm curious what the room was like by mm-hmm. the end when they when they realized the changes that were happening we oh get into a little bit? i bet
1: you know yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: i bet there's a reason they cut to credits hella quick
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm re- uh, yeah they, they didn't have like somebody come out well that was it or whatever uh i mean we can talk about it if you want joe the beginning of the show and
0: yeah, let's start about the uh, show. The show start, kicks off.
1: You know, so I, okay, so it started off like, I'm just going to go out and say this. I'm just, I'm just going to say what I think, which is awesome. this whole thing started off like a movie, but this, there was no inkling whatsoever that this was a movie. They yeah. said all this whole time, it's going to feel like a movie. It's going to feel like a movie. It's going to feel like a movie. No, it felt like a damn award show and that's fine but then you had things that were missing like look i love regina king and she's a wonderful person and she's a wonderful presenter and what she said was very good but you had no levity in this entire show for humor for escapism for well, enjoyment of the performances we never saw a single it. but it- we never saw a single clip of of the acting nominees.
2: That blew me away. If that was SAG, an omission that was I, immediately like, what?
1: If I am sag Afra, tomorrow, I am calling the Academy and going, what the actual hell happened there? You gave animated documentary and feature film all the time and you didn't give us the biggest branch of the Academy any sort of consideration? I'd be pissed. Well, that it was would, wild that,
0: because they were spending a, a fair amount of time, you know, talking about them and, and giving them a little
1: bits of... Kind of building history, it up. Yeah. Well,
0: which is all great. I, I, I personally, I love the year and we had, uh, you know, other nominees talk about the nominees. We got Ben Kingsley going, Randy the Ram Robinson. For yeah, me. yeah. It. <laughs> that was it was a little different. It was a little weird and it worked. I, I, I love that. So I was, I was fine with this. They were, for the beginning, it seemed like they were going to go with a very lax pace, which is great. Like... You know, you would you were going to tell a story about all the nominees, which which fed into when they won that whole thing. We had heard about Soderbergh and company saying, tell a story with your your speech. Don't just thank your publicist. They know that you're you're happy for them, you know, tell a story. So there was something to be said there. But, yeah, it was it was not super light. And by the time they did their light, like, you know, uh, icebreaker, it was three hours into the damn show. But well, that's a whole other, other thing. But yeah, I, I, not showing the the clips, when you spent enough time with them already, it seemed like it was a missed opportunity. I didn't n- care. Like, I wasn't upset at the beginning. By the time the other things happened that annoyed me, that also started to build. It, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Prometheus. When I first saw Prometheus, when I told the story. <laughs> you know, the first time you're watching it, you're like, okay, I'm kind of into this. And I, I saw it with my ex. And after di- after the movie, we go to eat dinner. And as we're walking to the, the sushi place, I'm starting to notice things that bother me. As we're waiting to sit down, I'm hungry and I'm getting annoyed. I'm thinking about the movie. By the time we're ordering food, I'm like, they got lost in a fucking circle? What a fucking stupid movie. Like, I got mad at it. Mm. And by the time the end of this show, I started to get mad. at am like, you didn't show the... Like, what were you doing? Like, all of their bolder choices were bad. And, and it's weird. Like, I don't know what they were going for. I, I can see what they were going for in certain places, but the overall like scheme, because like you said, it was not a movie. It didn't ever feel like a movie. They didn't. They didn't even really leave the locations. Like Jimmy Kimmel left the locations more to go like give popcorn to people in a, in a nearby movie theater. Like that was more of a movie thing. Um, if it was a movie, it was a shitty movie. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, it was
1: a, well. I will say this: it was a movie that started off strong, had. So it really fell off the tail end in the middle because of the fact that like there was that um, humanitarian award that they gave not only the Tyler Perry which I didn't need to see but I, also see,
0: I like that I, well I, mean, it was I didn't need to say. see
1: that and especially to the other one where it was basically like the Academy giving an Oscar to itself for what they did for COVID really. I mean
0: that's fine but that 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 one could have been pre that one could have been pre show yeah because yeah, that definitely. speech
1: went on forever some of the speeches early on went. Really long. Or that could have been a
0: commercial. That could have
1: been. I mean, Vinter, as much as Vinterberg's ending of his speech was really good, it was long. Fennel's was. See, I, I like. I like. That. Fennel's I was a bit that, rambling. I like, um, see,
0: I like that they didn't play them off. But that was a, that but was the only thing I like,
1: I will say this about the speeches: I forgive them because you want to know why? It was the first in-person speech they gave all year, and I was not going to begrudge a single damn person wanting to speak as long as they want because then we got people in those acting categories or at least two of them that gave i think the best speeches of the night along with our director win which that was the thing a movie has to have i guess a plot twist the plot twist to me was an hour into this show they gave out best director which that one I didn't mind, which I was that was fine. I, 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 I
0: could
2: I'm, live with that one. The placement not, of picture to me was far more egregious. No, we'll
1: get I, there in a minute. It we'll it there. was, but you, you could then lay the seeds as to okay, they're gonna put director here. What are they gonna do with picture? And I know that they don't, they're not supposed to know what these winners they, are.
0: They tried, they tried to make it, they they. They planned it out as if they knew. Yes. And the funny part was
3: they did not know.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um, well, they knew was? on it some. Like they knew on you know a lot was? of them. But we were
3: just, waiting for the big emotional ending, and it never came. It was a thud. It felt like a
1: yeah. – to
0: make a to make a sports analogy. So I'm going to lose Miles for a minute. Sorry, Miles. Sort of, Steve. Um, <laughs> so in, in football, a lot of teams will, will scheme out the first 10 or 12 plays of the game. Like no matter what, we're running these 10, these 12 plays. They want home runs. And, yeah. Well, it's they're, they're, <laughs> <yeah, laughs> They want they want home runs from their goalie. Um, so you know, go team. Uh, as a Jet fan, Adam GaSe was awful at that.
1: Those plays were a slam dunk.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you if you plan out the first twelve plays, let's say that's the first you know four categories of the night. You know you're planning out those twelve plays because you want to build off that for the next group and 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 so on. When you screw that up, you know, or if you come out in football and you try an onside kick to start the game, you're building on that with the theory of I'm going to get it. I'm going to score, and I'm going to get the ball back in the second half, right? Mm-hmm. So if you miss, suddenly you've screwed up later on. So all of the Tinkers seem to be building up to, I guess we'll skip there for a second, uh, Chadwick Boseman winning Best Actor and getting that that moment at the end. And that they didn't get it, then made everything before that seem all the worse. Because what you did is, is by moving the picture away from that, you didn't make picture a special. So if you're if you love Nomadland, you should be really pissed right now. And if you, you know, as, I, I I put this on our on our company Slack. Like as soon as they did that, I, I pieced together why they were doing it, and I literally wrote, "I hope Anthony Hopkins wins. It'll serve them right." And you know what? It does serve them right. Like if you want to manufacture something, don't like let the emotions be earned. That even if it happened that way, it would have felt false to me. Like oh, you just want us to go out like crying and like a like a movie like a tearjerker as opposed to making this an effective award show and that's that's annoying like i i get this was the year to try things but who wait wasn't there someone who could approve of the things like at some point didn't he say like oh i want to move picture out from from the end wouldn't wouldn't like the academy president just be like no move on next one like don't do that like that's kind of our thing you know, like this is a this is a traditional group, like they're old school. Like, why that was a good idea uh, is beyond me. Well, is
2: it, it was entirely in service of a moment that they didn't have any way of knowing for sure would
0: happen, and, and it if throws you read off the tea leaves. It, yeah, and they, all you heard from your group, from your own fucking membership. Was oh I, I I know he's gonna win, but I'm voting for Anthony Hopkins. Like I heard it. Yeah, I heard of, it
1: so Joey, I heard it so much.
0: It, and you know what? The, we heard it a lot with Parasite last year. Yes, and it was right. And with Director, we needed. You it, know, but- I, I I didn't listen in Director. I listened in Picture. And you know what? I should have listened this year because I would have done way better in my predictions. Mm. It's you know what it is. It's 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 Steven Soderbergh wanting to you know be be brash and do his thing. And I don't begrudge him doing that, but mm. like. Why? Why make it not the thing that you've been to? Like you've won an Oscar, you've been a part of this. Like why don't you? Well, it is. Like remember how that felt.
1: It's also, and I'm going to take this at a different angle as well, from two standpoints. One, you are hoping something is going to happen in Chadwick when, yeah, obviously that wasn't the case, um, and you're hoping for that rousing speech to end the night from his wife. A speech that, by the way, we would have heard uh, at least two or three times already before, and would would' not admit anything really new. Honest, they're
0: they're fine. They're not. Like, they're, they're not, would, they're not the best.
1: Yeah, they're not tonight. like you know. They're not like route. They're not like speeches her husband gave, which were monumental, and um, and that's not on her or on Chadwick. Just, he was just uh, he had a, an eloquent way of words. He was a a, a, a master of that craft, um, and also the fact that the last award of the night. Ends with no speech because Anthony Hopkins is not there because he has chosen not to be there really campaign hard. And uh, it is nice to see that a a film won on its merit of the performance. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something that we should celebrate. So um, we can get mad at the execution of this, but we cannot get mad at the result because the result of this winner is one of the best acting winners Especially in the last decade, might be of all time. I, I will say
0: that if we if we separate the winners, the winners are
1: fine. The winners are like wonderful. The
0: show was terrible. Yes, the show yeah. was oh. the
1: show was dumb. But also, too, this was my other point I was going to make. Is and, and I'm sorry to go long, but you have history, and it's pretty much known history that the first woman of color is going to win an Oscar for best director. And the first woman of color is going to direct a best picture winner.
0: And the second woman to do either. never.
1: And yes, exactly. And you end up doing the acting prizes ahead of her or after her, rather than letting her have a moment. Like, think about this. If the show would have had the two acting performances come out, right? And then you found out Francis won. Well, then you would have obviously then known at that point lands winning best picture, right? Yeah. But it still would not have made what Chloe Zhao said less impactful or what um, Francis McDormand did, which is honor um, their sound uh, designer who died. Uh, howling. That is a way to end a show that's yeah. the moment the show would have ended on and it would have been you know what we would have said Oh, the show had some buff in the roads but it ended great and it started great and we would have said that instead you cheapened this you made this yeah. you made you're going to make a controversy out of this which maybe that's the point of all of it but it was it it made you it makes it feel a little disgusting that it also makes it seem like there's some sort of even though I I know they don't know these winners, it makes it feel like because of COVID and something, maybe they did. Maybe they were hoping for a for Hopkins to show up. Maybe they're hoping for maybe Olivia Colman to speak on his behalf. They were, and, they were hoping. Or maybe I, I, they were I, just hoping I, for Chadwick and they didn't get it. I would have appreciated uh, McDormand's win a
3: lot more if it wasn't preceded by a Best Picture win. It stole her thunder.
0: They also, yeah. you know, there's a there's just a, a sense that they were not aware of their own show
1: because she didn't because she didn't they, not go back there for pictures with the producers, which she yeah. is one. She went back to her seat, which almost feels like she knew that category was coming up, and it almost Absolutely. felt like it felt like she knew she was winning at that point. Maybe who
0: knows? Like but I'm
1: not even saying even worse, that there's a conspiracy. I mean, or anything even worse, saying, no, no.
0: But even worse, it felt like. They, they didn't have the self-awareness of their show to know if you, you know, cater, cater to your audience. So the people who like the show, you know, are clued into the races largely, you know, so, so what did everyone go in wanting to know? Who's going to win best actress? Like that was your nail biter. Like what, putting that right after like the second, the last award is always shortchanged. I mean the, the last one always is but you know picture is picture um and the producers tend to be less interesting you know as a general rule but like you know you 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 move picture to the third which you know everyone spends most time going what what hang on and then you go right into actress and by the time you realize it you're like oh wait this is the one where i wanted to have like and the drum roll you know and the winner is like and they just, they seem rolling the Francis McDermott. you like, oh, okay, uh, hang on. And then they're in the actor and you, they didn't realize that their strength was in playing that up. Or, you know, what they should have done is is play up the history that has happened. You know, like, closure out winning is a big deal. You could have spent a whole segment of time talking about Parasite last year. Like, we never really, you know, it feels like forever ago, but, you know the world shut down shortly after we never got the victory lap in a way that like the industry should have realized like Oscars should have been prideful about that. And this would have been a good t- moment to to talk about that and to be like, look, we, we did something we've never done before. And it shows that we can do those kind of things. Um, and that's one of the things that is special about the Oscars that we can evolve. And that's how this, you know, this show was going to evolve this year, but they, it just, it, 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 it felt like, it, like, like, you know, the saying, like, oh, let's let the dog drive for a while. Like, just like, let's do something different and see what happens. It's I don't mean this in any way in terms of the ideology of the people involved, but it felt like voting for Trump. Like, fuck it. Let's just see what happens when someone else is in charge. And Whoop. and it didn't go well.
2: Well, speaking of letting the dog drive, one element of the finale that got butchered that I think we can also address is Joaquin Phoenix was clearly not on the same page as the other acting presenters. Laura yeah. Dern comes out and she gives these beautiful speeches, pr- singing the praises of every actor she's talking about. She's got her own personal anecdotes. You know, it's it goes long as the overall show does, but she's at least creating moments. Joaquin comes out and he's like, um, so I'm supposed to talk about how these people do acting, but I don't really know how to talk about that, even though I get paid for acting. So here are the nominees. And and like, and like, that was it. And like, again, which doesn't help, especially when you've got such a sad trombone of a bait and switch coming right after that. And and again, nothing against Anthony Hopkins, but it's just the whole show was clearly built around that moment. How the hell do you not?
0: I hope for all the money he went to bed.
2: I don't give a shit about this. I'm and, sure and, because that's the kind of guy he is and that's fine. But then don't give him that role. Don't make him yeah. that guy if that's what you're hanging the whole ceremony on.
0: Well, that's that's well, they obviously were hanging it on on not having him win. I you know what? I I was talking to Wilson Morales, um, formerly Black Film. And I think it's Black Film and TV site about this right after it ended. While I was writing up the winners, he called and we were chatting. You know, we, we, we had said this all year. We had checked in like every week to chat. And, you know, if Chadwick Boseman was alive, you would have a real great race the whole year because he would have been nominated. He would have certainly been nominated. And you would have had, are we, you know, are we re-acknowledging that Chadwick Boseman is the next great actor? Or are we, you know, potentially giving Anthony Hopkins, you know, his last award? And you would be worried about, like, you know, is this our last shot to go for a second award for him? And that's a real compelling race. And instead, you've got Anthony Hopkins winning in a in like a shrug and like yeah we're gonna we're gonna acknowledge how great he is and 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 that's gonna be what we remember eventually but for now it's it you know it's the inverse of like moonlight it had been like if moonlight had accidentally won and it turned out that la la land won
1: you know
0: in the moment you just be like well that leaves a real shit taste in my mouth like and i'm someone who loves both movies and likes la la land better so, I would have been happy that La, La La won, but I would have spent that time going, one, oh, fuck that shitty from Moonlight. Like, goddamn. Yeah. And yeah. two, like, way to not have anyone, like, take any joy out of this win. Like, who, like, at the moment, nobody is going to be broadly happy for Anthony
1: Hopkins. I mean, I am.
0: Yeah, but you're a monster.
1: So no, no, exactly. I, no, I mean, he is the best actor, period. And has been, period this whole year and it proves this proves that even if he was alive Hopkins would have won this it, does, it this was a movie that came on at the last second because Sony Pictures Classics did a terrible job of getting these screeners out and what this shows tonight is it still shows how lazy this voting body is because look at all four yeah. look at all four of the acting wins and the screenplays most of the awards tonight were won by films nominated for best picture and it goes to show you missed was chicago seven right yes the only one that didn't get anything and clearly it just showed that once they finally got to see the father like most of film twitter like most of the world got to see it because joey you and i and many well you got to see it when did you see it joe um, I saw it in October. When did you see it?
0: The end of the summer, I want to say. Okay.
1: So, uh, I mean, Miles, Steve are a better barometer for this. When you both saw the, that film, it completely changes. Not, You still may love Chadwick more than Hopkins, but it does completely change. Like, okay, if Hopkins wins, that's not a bad win. That's a wonderful no. win. Right, guys? I mean, it's the same,
0: same like what I mean, any of the wins. I mean, I think, I think uh, Gary Oldman would have left a.
1: But it, but what was going on all year in this race was, well, you can't not give it to Chadwick. That's disrespectful. And then it's like, have you, and then I kept saying, well, have you seen the father? Have you seen it? Because when you see it, the arguments can be made. And the more and more people that started seeing there, they started going, well, maybe, maybe it is Anthony Hawkins. Maybe well, we he also is really ran good, you know? into
0: um, so we also ran into an issue with you know a- actress was taking up most of the oxygen because it was uh, an exciting race. I'm like, listen, that's that's great, and you know we had our own issues with people who were you know obsessive about you know this actress or this or that actress, and and, and that's fine. Like, listen, be enthusiastic, but you know when that's what you're kind of focusing on the, well, how can you not, you know, be in the bag for, for Andrew Day, for example, you know, that was her and, and I think Carrie Mulligan had the most hardcore fan base, right. Um, of people. And, and, you know, as a Carrie Mulligan fan, I, I would have been in that group, but, you know, perhaps I'm more reasonable than some people, but you know, that's where everyone was paying a lot of attention to. So you didn't even really get that one-to-one comparison because, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a year where everyone's alive, you know, there's no there's no restrictions on campaigning. You know, that would have been a, that would have been a hell of an actor race to watch. You would have had Chadwick Bozeman, you know, a legitimate like movie star, you know, getting his first nomination, maybe getting a second one with with five bloods, depending on how the year goes. And, you know, people would want to go to those events. You know, who doesn't want to hang out with Black Panther? Right. So that's a great appeal. If Anthony Hopkins goes and campaigns a little bit, because maybe he does, maybe, maybe without COVID, he's a little more willing because I've seen him at events. He's gone out to do stuff before. Again, like who doesn't want to, you know, honor that. I mean, didn't
1: when you he, didn't the... he do a little bit last year with two popes? Oh yeah. He, um, he so. came
0: out to a, when I was out in LA for the premiere, he did the premiere and then he came the next day to one of the hotels for breakfast, you know, and he, he came by for, you know, not very long but, you know, was very charming, said hello to everyone and probably went back to bed. And I don't mean that in, like a disrespectful way, just like it was a morning thing. And I feel like that was the deal. Like, OK, come pick me up. I'll do it for about a half hour and I'll go home. Like, I'm, you know, I'm just not going to be doing these for, you know, all day long. But, you know, that would that would that would track that would work in a race. And then you would have Riz, you know, out and about for his first nomination. Steven Yun doing the same. Like, it would have been a very cool.
1: It would have been a different um, race it campaign. would have been because you yeah yeah because there's something for everyone
0: yeah and, and and that doesn't even count the other people who didn't get in because who knows what happens you know gary oldman is is you know a pricklier person to some people so maybe that's not as, as big well, a deal but
1: he's still a winner if, he's in the house yeah he's you a know winner I mean? he's in the
0: club but what yeah. if you know in what if that you what if you know in a normal year for example affleck you know commits to oh. doing everything what well
1: i think i think the one then? that would have charmed the damn room is is mads Mads I think been, I think Mads he would gotten have. in. Mads would
0: have gotten Mads in. Would've Mads would have gotten Who in. You else would have
1: done well. Delroy, Del yeah, Delroy would have done well because he's because he's got that commanding voice. You don't forget meeting Delroy Lindo. He's all yeah. Delroy also
0: I mean? is 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 extraordinarily personal. A
1: like super he, ni- super nice guy. Just well, I mean, did, when
0: I when I did the interview for for us, like he, I mean, it was bad for the interview because we only had about ten minutes, but he killed half of it just asking about me like that's that's his that's the person he is Yeah, he
1: wants to know about you more than you want to know about him and it's it makes for great conversation
0: it makes for great conversation it's it's a amazing campaign tactic it's what politicians do you you know you want to seem like you know they're so my grandfather gave a used to have the perfect way of describing bill clinton it's like if you were in a if you were watching bill clinton give a speech he made it seem like he was talking just to you and that's an art form it's designed it's completely manufactured but a good politician, no matter what you're talking about, running for office, running for awards, makes you feel like they're talking to you. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody has Rami Malek has an Oscar because of that. Talking about playing Freddie Mercury, he was able to put you in his shoes and understand like what the weight he felt playing that role. Whether you you know were blown away by the performance beforehand or not. I, I was in the room. I was watching the Academy fall for him. And without that this year, you, you know, again, it just leaves a weird taste in in your mouth, which, you know, I, I was not anticipating going into the night. Should we talk about the actual winners? (laughs) Now that we've complained a lot.
2: Can I just say my biggest fear going into the night was the talk of there being a weird um, supporting actor upset? Uh, like the idea yeah. that um, uh, like Daniel Lakeith. Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield might cancel each other out or split the
1: vote. I heard. And, like, I heard some people even say Miles that Lakeith would would beat him, and m- because he got in on that weird nomination. And I mean, that was the big. That was really the only slam dunk. I mean, there was still a little bit of a possibility somebody could upset Yun, but it was Daniel was the sweeper. You know what I mean? And so exactly, and it I was think nice to only me- have one. You know yeah
2: yeah well and what i was just gonna say is like that for me was the performance of the season that was the one that i was the most if only one person that i personally love gets an oscar this year it better be daniel kaluuya and uh you know he had such a wonderful speech i love him talking about his parents having sex
0: yeah that was a great moment uh he he and vinterberg gave my favorite speeches
2: yeah like back to back too it was pretty great
0: well because that was giving time that was what happens when you let them talk so vinterberg i know i know ryan said he it you know it took a while from the bill to the end but i think i like that that it almost felt like you know he he you know was pretty confident he was going to win as you you know probably would be and and had to figure out how to transition to talking about his daughter because if you get up and just talk about your dead daughter you you bring the room down and he's you know aware enough to know that that's not how you give a speech so you know you 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 thank everyone and you and you make get a laugh about the, making the movie for like drunk white guys and then you 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 bring it home with well here's the thing and i know also voters responded to that
1: because i know i'm telling um, you that many members were closed. talking about that that movie, that movie was did very well that movie was was like 10. if we had a year at 10 it's in ma and that it's 10. i think i would so.
0: say that those two I, at least in the 12 and i would say that mads might have been six or seven in yeah
1: record. yeah i mean it's it and and maybe maybe it was like six or seven in screenplay you know. And I
0: mean, you know what? Listen, good, good on it. As I, as I talked to when I interviewed Mads Mikkelsen, like that movie walks a fine line. Like it does, you, you know, so let's say they remake that movie in America. God, right? I Which
1: hope, God, I hope not. For they the probably love of God. will. Don't do all. it.
0: But there's two ways that movie gets made, right? Cause this, this third way is the rarest version, right? The, the movie that's a funny to very funny movie, but is about something. But isn't you know overbearing? Yeah. There's the leaving Las Vegas version, right? Where, where, <laughs> where it's dark as hell. For yeah. You know, they don't yeah. they, they lean away from the comedy, or the more likely version, it's like is a Todd it's Adam Phillips Sandler movie,
1: like it's you know, Todd Phillips Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler movie. Yeah. And
0: and listen, there's a way to make that movie, but
1: not just not with the, is, either one of those behind the vehicle.
0: No, like that's that's you know that's the special sauce of what made this interesting. Is yeah. that it is a
1: that you had one movie. of the best directors working today i mean vinterberg is a wonderful director and so well respected and, it, it, and it's a wonderful film and i'm glad he won um he doesn't get to keep it though right
0: i they're I, never i don't remember i think it's i don't believe it's his personal award now
1: yeah i, I think I, it goes to the country which is uh but, I,
0: the, but I do it but on the other hand I'm I, I don't remember because I feel like you're listed as an Oscar winner, even though you don't have the Oscar.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, because the talk last year was, uh, uh, was Bong, Bong Joon-ho won four Oscars, one of which was uh, for f- international feature.
0: Yeah. Um, no. You, yeah. So you don't you're not. So you're right. He's not an Oscar winner.
1: No. He just he gave He the just speech. nominates him for. Yeah. He gives the speech and then they hand it over.
0: I do wonder. So where does. So where does the Oscar actually go?
1: Probably like I don't know up someone's ass. I don't I don't know.
0: So here's my so what so if you're Thomas Vinderberg, yeah. you know, could you could you be like, can I just have it?
1: I mean, I would assume. I think it it might. I would be assume different unless you're China too.
2: Maybe maybe some know. go to like you know the country's film. Registry like or office or museum or wherever. museum well, something like, it belongs you know, in Bong, a museum. Bong maybe some was... of them do go to the directors. I don't know. Well, maybe here's it the depends.
0: thing Bong Joon Ho is lousy with Oscars right now, so he don't give a shit. Yeah. But like, let's say he had only won international, couldn't he have made the case like I'm I'm like the king of Korean filmmaking? Like, just give it to me. Wow, like, I want it. Park
1: Chan Wook would like to have a on. word, but you know. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, uh, no, uh, I I um I would think that they would let him keep it until they pass and then when they pass they have to donate it to like a museum of culture uh that, sure that would except be a you don't, you know. except you
0: except you make sure that's a handshake agreement then you put in your will <laughs> it just goes to my my my, my wife yeah my wife, uh, my wife. Mm-hmm. um
1: this
0: goes to this goes to sasha baron cohen let him do what he wants
1: with
0: it um <laughs> i'm so you know here. what
1: yes let me let it go to sasha because damn it i mean like the man did a lot of work this year he deserves something
0: yeah so here let's let's talk about the the winners um going to go down the line from what we have on the site so mm-hmm. we, we uh best original song was an upset fight that, for you from judas and the black messiah wins
1: you know what that wasn't too much of a surprise everyone had been saying after the grammys and everything and her performing at the immemorial for an oscars before that her was on the rise and we all sort of wanted to give it to leslie odom jr but and of course diane warren um
0: yeah well you have the split of who's voting based on the song and who's voting based on the clip? Another Oscar voter I spoke to, you know, and we know about this, but had a, had a lot to say about that. They, they, were, they were saying this was their first year being a part of that group. You know, normally it's a smaller group and also, you know, it's virtual. So, you know, you're shown just the clip. So if you're watching the clip, the only one that really, you know, stood out was, was Leslie Odom's. Whereas if you're listening to the song and you're voting for the best song of the group, this is a wide open race because you know Speak Now is a good song or it's a Fine song but you know Fight for You and Husavic and and even maybe Hear My Voice are just as good if not better you know so that's there was no this was a this was upset in the sense of you didn't really know how this category was going to go Except that I think we we kind of learned Diane Warren wasn't going to win by the end. So you know we we had a lot of ones go the way we thought. Makeup and I went to Ma Rainey. That was not a surprise. Soul won anime, That was a zero percent surprise. I know Steve is you know poured one out for Wolfwalkers uh, to the point where so uh, inside baseball for a second as we're as we're you know tweeting out the winners. Steve makes the the images. He's you know. In his little uh, shop with the elves making the images. And he insisted on making the Wolf Walker's image just in case. Uh, I was ready. He just wanted to be right in case. Uh, I'll be ready for next year, too. Visual effects went tenant, No big surprise. Uh, we had a surprise. Cinematography went to Mank. And let me tell you how close I was to predicting Mank. I, I spoke about this off-air. I, I didn't do great with my predictions, I gotta say. All but two categories. I either switched from the winner, among the ones I got wrong... Or was going to Switch and went, eh, I don't want to be wrong. So this is yet another uh, lesson. Just follow your gut, and if you're wrong, be wrong and happy. (laughs) Um, Mank beating Nomadland, if you're not thinking about this year and you're just thinking about the category, it makes a shit ton of sense. But we all talked ourselves into, well, they don't like Mank and Nomadland's going to do really, really well, and ASC is a boys club and all that nonsense... When it turns out, we forget that like the Academy loves their black and white cinematography.
3: Also, thank, thank can I sure mention, be, as as, we, no, as, I I, as I mentioned, you know, a few weeks back when we were discussing the the nominees, Nomadland went for the the low hanging fruit. Oh wait, the Magic Hour shot, great yeah. forty shot forty of those. I could do that with a Polaroid camera and, and do impressive work. And, and, and don't get me wrong. It was fantastic. But Mank did something you hear special. hear that, Joshua? You hear that? You well, son of a bitch, he's coming for you.
1: Joshua, you know, he, he was going to win this thing. And I really think when he opened up his mouth about, uh, you know, slamming Tarantino and, and doing all this other stuff, you know, in the press, I thought, man, people are going to get put off by that. Kind of crap, and I mean, that's, and that's and, a... also, and also too, I've been saying all along, all year long, that if Chloe Zhao's won, David Fincher's too. What what helps David Fincher is that beautiful cinematography in Mank, and Eric Messerschmidt and him have worked together so well. Um, yeah. It's it's such a damn shame that Mank won cinematography, and that Fincher was sitting there and he just looks he looked happy for him, but he also looked kind of sad. It's like. That's going to be the win for my film. It's going to be, once again, others winning for my film and not me. And it's just yeah. it's a really sad thing to say. I'm, I'm happy think, for Chloe. But do but, we
0: think that in any way, Chloe and Joshua being partners affected well, this?
1: I think that that could help. I think that that could figure in too. like people think that it's more of a Chloe's thing rather than rather than him, um,
0: which is weird. You know what? I actually kind of like that it hurt him yeah not in a way that i have anything against him but oh. if
1: you reverse the roles i mean i like know, the Meshersmith uh, win i think it's a great i know I,
0: I it was my personal pick of the group i just meant like if you had heard that um male director of Nomadland, land right indie male director is you know his girlfriend is nominated for cinematography you know you knew there would be those douchebags who made the case of like well you know she just helped the camera well he said what like th- that shit would happen so even if it didn't, even if it wasn't a major factor, if it was part of the reason why he lost, I, I kind of appreciate that, you know, at least the stupid takes have both sides instead of it being a completely sexist thing. I think mostly it came down to the cinematography branch goes for black and white cinematography over magic hour.
2: Can I also really quickly mention, with uh, cinematography and production design, Mank, yeah. uh, the film based on Citizen Kane, now has more Oscars than Citizen Kane, even yeah. if only by one.
0: Go figure. Um, speaking of upsets, what was kind of an upset but not, film editing. Sound of Metal wins. That had been Sound of Metal. So it had been Trial of Chicago 7 early on.
1: It had been Seesawing.
0: Yeah, Trial of Chicago 7 had almost the entirety of phase one, right? And then in phase two, it flip-flopped to Sound of Metal and was that way almost until the end. And then Ace Eddie comes along, supposedly flip-flops it back, and BAFTA's right there. Like, there, was, we got an influx of information towards the end. I think you had to sift through it and either accept every bit of it, in which case you, you go Sound of Metal, or pick your cutoff date. You know where you think voters have already voted in a plurality that would that would tell you the winner and you stick with trial of chicago seven and, and obviously i went with that way and you know fuck me for that but uh you know interesting win and and i probably should have kept my my prediction and not flipped to chicago seven but that was uh that was an interesting moment because that was right late enough in the night that editing became important again like you know, Nomadland had lost adapted, and had lost cinematography, and was going to lose film editing. So it was well, what wins here? Like if Chicago Seven or Promising Young Woman had won, I think then you start to go, "Well, we have a we have a picture upset brewing." You know, Sound of Metal kind of put the brakes on that a little bit, even though it, you know, was in contention for it could have it could have led the night. There was a world where Sound of Metal could have led the night by the end of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, interesting to me. I mean, I was sitting there, I mean, when I think that this this telecast, early, like I was saying early on, it was, uh, you know, and then it, and then the cinematography went, went to Mank, and then film editing went to Sound of Metal, and you started to think, okay, well, we know Chloe's got a director. Director in the back. We yeah. know that now, because Fennell won for screenplay, and that... Trial uh, and that uh, by this point, uh, Daniel had already won and uh, trial lost to sentimental. So we were going to look at some unprecedented things here, either yeah. trial of Chicago seven is going to pull the upset and, and win, win, one Oscar. win one Oscar and its best picture would be insane
0: insane or but also would kind of make sense for that movie
1: would make sense Right. Well, yeah no I totally understand if any movie and if any year it's going to happen it would have been this year man. then no man land okay it doesn't it walked in with three wins in its pocket we were all saying okay well what's the fourth and fifth maybe and then at that point it's like well it's only walking out of here with two well that doesn't make sense so it's either yeah. so it's either Francis or it's just director and picture and that's a rarity so it winning with Francis proved that it that the Academy saw this as, you know, for all year long, everyone had been saying promising young woman was a was a, a two person job. It was Emerald Fennell and Carrie Mulligan. Yeah. Well, they clearly the voters said no. It was Emerald Fennell, and No Land was a two woman job. It was Chloe Zhao and her producer slash actress Frances McDormand, which, which and makes
0: it interesting. They're not wrong for my. Yeah, which makes me wonder, you know, we'll never see the vote total, but if, uh, if Carrie Mulligan came up as number two in Actress, right? If, you know, what was number two in Picture? Like, in, in that scenario, let's say Carrie Mulligan had one Actress. How close does Promising Woman get going in with Actress and Screenplay against Nomadland, which would have just Director? Like, there's these interesting permutations that... Again, we should be spending more time thinking about, but we're not because we're pissed off that the show was stupid. Um, but, you know, we'll get back to that in a minute. So that was that. was that. We spoke at Production Design. Mank won. That was one of the easier calls of the night. Sound went Sound to Metal. Also a pretty easy call. International went another round. Super easy call. We get the Vinderberg speech we talked about. Um, up until that midway point i was i was at like 13 for 14 or something like that yeah. i was having a great night
1: i had only at, at that point i had only gotten adapted screenplay wrong because i had yep. i had went window my land same you know even I though, even though i was clearly like i wanted the father to win but i wasn't going to pick it um yeah, and i and i, 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 and I, I wouldn't have had a problem with either one because both of them are great
0: i just didn't feel comfortable like i think when you you know maybe this is a
1: i think when you start predicting what you want rather than what
0: well, yeah, never predict what you want. Don't do that. But I feel like you need to tell a story with your predictions for the most part because there is that logic that goes into it. So, you know, I, the more I predicted No Man's Land to lose, then that picture thing gets wonkier, and I felt very confident in winning picture, even though I wrote that "What if it loses" article. So I didn't. I didn't feel comfortable enough moving off of adapted and moving off of cinematography. Um, but anyway. Only had one wrong until we got to the shorts i win. i go i'm right with the first two which pfft, whatever that never happened that rarely happens um though honestly i think if i went back and looked i'm a two for three guy with adapt with you know the shorts i get one right almost all the time and then of the other two i split so i got colette wrong in documentary short i had uh i had moved from a love song for latasha to a concerto as a conversation Turns out it was Colette, and if you guys think back to the predictions podcast last week, I think we all had different ones, so go figure.
2: I was the only one who had Colette, so I felt pretty good about that.
0: Yep, I had, uh, what, Steve, what did you have? Yeah, and Mark had Do Not Split, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I had the other two, because I was deciding, so go figure. Uh, but we got there. Uh, documentary feature went to, went to the octopus, you know, so listen. You can, you don't, you know, justice for Octopi. Um, no major issue. I know there are people on Twitter who are very upset about this, but whatever. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, live action short went to Two Distant Strangers, which also oddly was pissing people off, but I, I don't fully understand why. And then animated short went to If Anything Happens, I Love You. Those two seemed very obvious, so I was I was pleased there wasn't an upset because I did not predict one. Uh, score went to Soul. Um, I do, I did like the slight pause when they said Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, and then, then they said, John Batiste, can you imagine being him going, wait, they, they are going to give them an award either way. Could you just give it to me also? Like, does it really matter? <laughs> um, they
2: both already won.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, come on guys. That was the least eloquent speech of the night. It, it went on and on. He was nervous. He was, he was very nervous. He's on TV every night. How's he nervous? I don't know, but he he clearly was nervous. Um, All right, I'll give him that. Costume design went to My Rainey, also very obvious. Um, original screenplay. We started the night with Emerald Fennel winning. Very cool win. Very happy about that. Again, amazing category. I think that's one of the best, like pound for pound categories we had that this year. Um, adapted went to The Father next. That was uh that was a bit of an upset, but also not necessarily. It was a it was a testament to it coming on strong at the end. And, and like I had said earlier, you just you had to make a decision early on if you were cutting off your predictions at a certain point, and I cut them off too early, it seems. So go figure. Also shout out to our, our social media team for mentioning they were pulling for Ramin Barani just because of uh, Chris James's lone screenplay uh, column. I thought that was pretty amusing. Uh, director goes to Chloe Zhao in the goddamn middle of the show which stupid wasn't it stupid. wasn't a huge deal
1: stupid. until
0: until they did picture also yeah like once i realized i was like oh no you double down on a bad choice um because you know what in, in a bubble i don't mind that like you can start off like st- make director the first award of the night like just start off with a bang and get everyone in that's fine because you know they they love to do a supporting actor or actress in the as the first award when there's a big star You know, who's going to win or someone everyone knows like, oh, everyone knows J.K. Simmons. He's that guy. Let him start the night off with a reward, you know. Um, But where they placed director was bizarre and I think was the first hint of like, oh, no, they're going to mess with the order, aren't they? Um, Daniel Kaluuya, wins supporting actor. Great win. He gives a pretty good to fantastic speech, depending on how long, depending on your feelings of length, because he did go on. But I was into it. And also just, like, I, I love the enthusiasm of, like, this is cool. I, I won an Oscar. Like, this is crazy. Um, so no issue there. Uh, Yoo Jung Yoon wins for Minari, Best Supporting Actress. She gives a very nice speech. Similar to the one she's given, I think, every single time she wins. Um, the same kind of, like, running joke of humor, but, like, cool. And this, you know, how many people don't watch the other shows? So no issue there. And then, you know, our, our big three that we talked about, Frances McDormand wins Actress. Anthony Hopkins wins actor, Land wins picture, but not in that order. Not gonna let them forget that for a while. Um, when we just look at the winners, the winners are good. You know, like listen, Frances McDormand is not bad in Nomadland. She might, she's my fourth. I, my, she's my three or four personally in the in the lineup. But they're all good. You know, there's no issue there. It's just the you know the package made it feel like a bit of a shit sandwich. So what do we think before we take a couple of questions
3: and then get out of here? Well, I have a question for everybody. What was your favorite and your least favorite win of the night? For whatever reason, you know, and you can explain. Uh, Least favorite one
0: was actress just because uh, three Oscars. This wasn't necessarily one you need to give a third one for um just you know i think it's a shrug a shrug of a win and even she kind of presented it as such she got up there and was like all right like,
1: she didn't well she didn't want to be there all year so it yeah, wasn't, yeah. It, wasn't, I, it, wasn't, I, it wasn't no it's not about that she just didn't want to be yeah. there she probably was like i don't want to be there because of covid
0: well that you too know, so. um and uh favorite win was was promising on woman.
1: okay miles
2: uh, favorite win, Daniel Kaluuya. That's the one I've been pulling for all season. Even if it's an obvious one, it's very well deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, worst? Yeah. Um I mean I'm tempted to go with actor just because of the presentation, but I don't feel like we should lay all that at Hopkins' no, feet because that no. takes away from his performance and it's, you know, a wonderful performance. Miles um, is gonna
0: end this podcast and go call Anthony Hopkins, but hey Hopkins. Hey Hopkins, you motherfucker Just Just <laughs> accosting him on the phone, he's like, But you but you know that I didn't I didn't plan for that. I was asleep. No,
2: no, yeah, but exactly. Well, and they even had that goofy picture of him (laughs) where he's just, like, kind of got, like, his eyes askew and his hair is kind of ruffled.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they definitely were not thrilled he didn't show.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know if I really have a worst, per se. I mean,
0: maybe... I heard you shit talking about the octopus. I don't know.
2: I I haven't seen it. I don't have an opinion on it. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say worst was... um, um, Fucking did uh, the one I, I predicted something that uh, didn't pan out that was different from what you did, Joey. Uh, it's uh, costume design. I thought Mank oh, yeah. might might sneak yeah. in with costumes, and it didn't. So I'm gonna go with that.
0: Well, I mean, listen, it's weird. the The octopus from my octopus teacher did watch your movie. What um. he didn't? Yeah, he didn't like it, but he saw it.
2: <laughs> the octopus watched my movie. Yeah,
0: yeah. You it's don't like, know. You don't. You don't. You don't I did I did I did an interview with the cephalopod. It's going up on on Tuesday.
2: <laughs> oh and he's a fan of American exorcist, is he? No, he
0: didn't he didn't care for it actually. Oh, well. He gave it eight eight thumbs down. Son of a eight bitch. thumbs down. <laughs> well, wow. he uh he just made he just uses the suction cups to make like a sucking sound.
1: Um I would say that my least favorite winner um is Oh man, that's tough. There was a lot of great winners tonight, guys. Steven Soderbergh. Um, I'd still yeah. say my least favorite is Soul. Um, because I thought Wolf Walkers deserved better. Yep. Um, yep. and 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 it's it, it it's not, I uh, just uh, Pete Doctor does not des- if you're going to talk about people that don't deserve three Oscars, Pete Doctor doesn't deserve three Oscars. That team Happy at Wolf that that, that sure studio am. has um cartoon, cartoon saloon. saloon has done a fantastic job they campaigned their butts off so did apple they yeah. they gave such a beautiful film um i'll also say the live action short <laughs> when two dozen strangers is an awful choice um i, I, I did it's a not buy one people, I, I, people love it and people hate i didn't it. I like it. understand the um i heard effect. i heard you and and mark last week uh joe and that you liked it and, and uh uh, I, I'm not in the mood to fight you guys over anything. That's total perf- personal preference. I just, I couldn't, I, I found it a little just dis- distasteful, um, but that's to each their own. And um, for my favorite, win, it is actress, um, oh, because, wow. because I think she was clearly the best in the bunch. And I mean, guys, I, I've had this one since October and people call me crazy they called me they were like that three's never going to happen for her um, they made every excuse in the book uh, to say that you know this person or that person was going to win I, um, I can assure you
0: all the names I've called you have nothing to do with this award yeah,
1: <laughs> um, yeah. well it's okay because I'm already being called out on Twitter for for me just saying I liked the win for Anthony Hopkins and now I guess I'm a racist um, but you know it was bound to I guess be discovered well Stupid. this is the
0: time we release your your quato voice right voice, <laughs> no we're quad-o not doing <laughs>
1: quad-o right now um, but I, I just want to tell everyone out there and Joey this is not directed to you and or to people but I'm not going to sit around and, and go on my victory tour or anything I'm going to handle this like a gracious winner but I will say is that all year long I did say that Francis was going to win, and with the, also the caveat of Carrie Mulligan, and promising young woman, one of my favorite actresses, that is not an Oscar-friendly performance. She will not win Best Actress. She will not go on a sweep. The only one that went on a sweep was Daniel Kaluuya, because that is a transcendent performance from um, one of the best actors working today, one of the best young actors working today. Yes, Cle- clearly that film, Fennell was the driving force behind it. Um, Carrie Mulligan, I hope that she gets nominated again down the road. She will be, she will very much be in the conversation. It will not take her another 10 years to get something. I know that for sure, but I was told after BAFTA, or I was told after SAG, after, um, golden globe critics choice, the mess for BAFTA. We made so many people made so many loops and jumped through so many hoops to try to get her an, an Oscar win. And didn't just look straight at the fact that a movie like No Land in this year had the passion, and Fair. and you know had Francis, and that's all that it matters. And she I, will never uh, win another Oscar. This will be the last one, uh, unless she pulls some sort of Catherine Hepburn great performance hmm. down, you know, or whatever. But I, uh, uh, yes, she's maybe. she's she is now the greatest living actress on the planet. And so since you since you brought it we up, need to know. Oh, and she's got Macbeth um, coming out next year, by the way. <laughs> all
3: right, from her, my picks. Uh, my favorite. See, he asked the question just because he wanted to give the. No, answer. no, no, no. It's not true. <laughs> uh, I Go actually ahead. hate answering any of my own questions. Ah, uh, Yoon Young for supporting. Uh, mm-hmm. By far, I I watched that performance again, and for me, it's one. Actually, it might be an all-timer. I absolutely loved it. Um, because usually people who play grandmothers seem fake and, and that didn't seem mm-hmm. like acting. That seemed like you're sitting in someone's living room just watching um, which uh, the whole film felt like that. I I, I loved it. I mean, I'd, I'd love to share a Mountain Dew with her um, also. Yeah. Or maybe it's not Mountain Dew. Uh, so <laughs> be careful. Um, um, and my least favorite would have to go, of course uh, I would say Soul, but after uh, what Ryan just said, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to double down with with Joey on uh, Miss McDormand. I, I don't know. For me, every two great. Battle lines are drawn, but she was McDormand, typical McDormand. I would have loved to have seen any of the other winner or nominees win, and I would have been excited. With McDormand winning, I was like, "Oh, yay! It's another." And even her speech is like, "Is this a replay? They they just yeah. you know, cut and pasted from last year, two years ago, ten years ago, whatever it was." Uh, she bores me fair. she does good work but she bores me so there you fair go. enough all right
0: my my year in advance predictions um there's some things to laugh at but i honestly i'm looking at them going i, I was not super wrong um so here's my 10 in picture i had mank at one that's not a bad one to have as your year in advance right um my two was the five bloods my three was trial chicago seven my four was West Side Story, so oops there. And my five was the then untitled Mike Mills project, so whoops there. My six was the Last Duel, whoops there. My seven was Blonde. My eight was News of the World. My nine
3: was Stillwater, and my ten was Nomadland. You made a huge mistake with the West Side Story because you didn't predict a, a pandemic. Um,
0: I mean, that was my. That you. was my.
3: You should have factored that in, there.
0: Then. I know I should have. Um, Of the nominees, I had Minari at 16, I had Promising Woman at 17, so, uh, you know, could have been worse. Not bad. Yeah, and Director, I had Fincher 1, Spike Lee 2, Spielberg 3, Mike Mills 4, Andrew Dominic 5, Blonde. That was a miss. I had Sorkin at 7, I had Chloe Zhao at 8, so not terrible. My Actor, I had Matt Damon winning for Stillwater, The Last Duel, so I guess... That could just be this year's year in advance predictions. I had Gally Oldman at two. Joaquin Phoenix three for the Mike Mills project. He sure did himself a ton of favors tonight. Um, Tom Hanks four for News of the World The Greyhound. <laughs> Bill Murray five for on the rocks. I didn't get the category right there. Uh, I had Fassbender and Will Smith and Adam Driver. All things for next year. Andrew Garfield, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. All this year. Ansel Elgort, West Side Story. My six through ten were all people who will be in contention this year. <laughs> Uh, go figure. Uh, actress. Carrie Mulligan was one for Promising Young Woman. I would have... I didn't even realize until recently that that was the case. I came so close to, to pulling Orion. Except I would have been a pain in the ass about it.
2: Um,
1: <laughs>
0: Jessica Chastain, I had two. I had Anna DeArmas, three for blonde. Kate Winslet, four for ammonite. That's a
1: choice. That uh, and
0: I had Francis for, uh at five. Nice. I had... Uh, hey, you had her there. Yeah. Supporting actor. I had Tom Burke from Ank at One*, so we can't all be, be smart. Um, I had—I I actually had Chadwick at four, and I had Sasha Baron Cohen at five. So there you go. Um, some of my worst predictions, though, are in supporting actor because I had Ben Affleck for *The Last Duel*. I had Jesse Plemons from *Thinking of Ending Things*. The aforementioned Tom Burke, uh, Bill Murray for *The French Dispatch*, and then the two that'll uh, draw some some size. Paul Walter Hauser, The Five Bloods, <laughs> and
3: Robert Pattinson, Tenet. If you just get an eraser and erase a few of those names, you can use the same list. I mean, granted, year. this is fourteen months ago, but still,
0: um, sporting actress, I had. How
3: many of those did not even get to show up? here or... oh no, I can, I can, I can almost pass these on for next
0: yeah. year. I had uh, in sporting actress, I had Saoirse Ronan, one ammonite. Rashida Jones two on the rocks. Abigail Breslin three Stillwater. Jody Comer four the last duel. Manda Seyfried, five Mank. I haven't gotten wiped out in any category. I will say that. Um, and let's see. Orig- original screenplay. I had, had Trials Chicago 7 winning. Uh Mike Mills 2. Mank three. Five Bloods 4 on the Rocks five. Um, somehow I didn't have Promising a Woman in the 10. Um, Adapted, I had no Madeline winning. So that wasn't bad. Um, I got two of the animated features. I had Soul winning. I got that right. Um, I got product. I got Tenant and Production Design. So I had it winning. I predicted Mank to win Cinematography. There you go. There you go. Uh, costume Design. I had Mank, so I got one there. Editing. I had no. I got wiped out in editing because I had Tenant, Mank, News of the World, Dune, Five Bloods. Um, makeup and hairstyling at French Dispatch, <coughs> Mank, Dune, Witches, <laughs> and Mulan. Uh, I didn't separate the sounds yet, but I had Tenant, West Side Story, Dune, In the Heights, No Time to Die. So four out of five are just next year's nominees. Uh, I had Tenant winning visual effects. There you go. Um, I had Mank winning score, but I had Soul in there too. And uh, I had five movies that didn't have original songs in an original song, except for No Time to Die. So, you know, shitty, but could be worse. Quickly, some questions. Adam Droge has a question for myself and Mark likes movies, so I guess you guys can't answer. Uh, did we <laughs> underestimate BAFTA? They went with McDormand and Hopkins' the eventual winners. Well, we, we did address that, and uh, yeah, we sort of did. Um, listen, like I said, you have to pick when you're going to have a cutoff. And I, I went too early. Um, Caitlin Costello says, was the best part of the Oscars the West Side Story trailer? Uh, she also says, was Soderbergh's Oscars the worst teleclass since Franco hosted? The lack of clips in, in a year where many people wouldn't have seen the films is inexplicable. Uh, she may not be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 when she asked it, I, I was not annoyed yet.
1: Um, I would not say that this is that bad. I wouldn't even say no. it's as bad as the, I think. Even worse than the Franco and but but Ryan, you're, uh, you're, the worst.
3: You're, you're, you're telling you're taking this from a perspective of somebody who follows and knows all these films from an outsider. I know plenty of people who said I'm not watching this year, or people who are watching. No, and, I, I and, and Texting me saying this is the worst thing ever. It's because
1: well I they, mean, they say that, that people, every year, Steve. No,
3: I know, but no, no, not that, well. I'm talking about specific people, friends of mine. Mm-hmm. This year they forgot that the world shut down and most people didn't even know where to find these films. I know,
1: I mean, to us were the mo- this was the most, a accessible lineup the, in Oscar you, history.
3: If you are, that is the irony of it. No, I know it's, it, if you are used to that, that, uh, that setup, most people don't turn to their TV and say, where's the next film I want to watch
1: no the I average understand. joe
3: is is was is going to feel left out by this and i think this is going to next Whoa. year hopefully they, they fix it because you have to remember there are the critics there are the 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 filmaholics and there are the the there's a stu- uh the I, uh, the film going audience survive without we, yeah
1: well, filmaholic well,
3: face off people
1: well i think <laughs> i think this steve to answer to answer your thing um well, to answer the the initial question first, and then I'll answer you, Steve, is I don't think this year is as bad in in terms of a telecast as um as the um Franco and and what and, was a different and thing? or I think the worst of my lifetime, uh, one of the worst was the Neil Patrick Harris year. I thought that that was an awful yeah, year. I, the gags I, and that, uh, with the whole like. You know, trip. what's in the box and sort of dumb crap or whatever. It's like, yeah, oh, would, good for I would, you. I
0: would take Seth MacFarlane over him.
1: Yeah. Easily. Um. Uh, so to that was answer that. To answer you back, Steve. No, I totally understand. I mean, I had, I had, <laughs> I also think people are just lazy Um. in well, general. And I, I use my parents as an example, because they're usually good barometers. Because they're lazy? Yes. Uh, they're, they're good barometers. Americans. Um They're good barometers Um. for all of this. And the thing that, um, you know, my dad saw a trial and it was only because it was on Netflix. He never got around to seeing Mank. My mom called me Friday night and said, I want to watch one of the nominees for Best Picture. What should I watch? And I said, Well, you should probably watch No Man since It's going to win Best Picture. And she's like, Oh, okay. Um, where is it on? And I said, It's on Hulu. She goes, Oh, I don't have Hulu. And I was like, Oh, well, I can give you my login information. I have Hulu. And she goes, no, I think I'd rather one on Amazon or Netflix. Which ones are on there? And I told her those, and then she's like, "I don't really want to watch Sound of Metal, but I can watch uh, Trial or Mank." And I was like, you're, "Yeah." You're kinda, and then she went and watched them point. and liked them. Well, you're no, I'm proving, point, though, well, I'm, what I'm proving, well, I'm when I'm proving to you is that not every year is going to be readily accessible. Well, the films are readily accessible. The content itself is it readily accessible for everyone? Well, that's- and and those are two different stories.
3: It's not about being accessible. It's about people connecting.
1: I would say, I it, would say they are, I would say it's about the context. And I also would say the theaters play a big component to it as well, Steve.
3: No, it all factors in, but when it comes down to it, what they constantly forget is, and, and someone mentioned it earlier about, uh, maybe it wasn't here. Maybe it was in a tweet about the lack of film clips and the acting clips. Yeah. And, People need to see that and say, damn, I want to see that movie. The Oscars well, yes, used this to is, be before this is a commercial a, for – Yeah, exactly. The Oscars to me – not to me, but to the people who I'd watch them with were like, oh, I never saw it before. That looks good. You didn't get that this year. You said, hey, guess what? You could go on video on demand and watch these all and now you should have watched those all because they were in your living room and you're sitting at home working from home. So you should have watched them and they forgot to tell people, hey, by the way – this is why you should have watched them. Oh, Frances McDormand did a, played a role that she played five other times, and now I'm supposed to be convinced that I'm going to go hunt it down. Sorry. They, the um, irony, the stool. irony
0: of it all was, this was the year where they they were like, we'll have movie trailers. Don't worry about it. We'll do that. Like we'll sell the idea of movies. They had that commercial with all the clips from movies coming out this year. Of like the theaters are coming back. Like this could have been a celebration of like. Movies, yes, and like going to the movies, like because that's what it's supposed to be, that's Hollywood's biggest night. Um, and and listen, it was a unique year, so you should have spent more time going. Could have, yeah, like like this is where this is where the lead up to the Oscars is more important. Like you should have for like f- this month should be Oscar month, and every every Sunday there should be an ABC special. Yes, in the lead up to the Oscars, where they do a category or something like that, and they. They show you like look here's where you can watch the actress nominees and here's why you should you know all yes. those things you know i i ryan's right about americans being lazy it just made me think of the the quote from the end of killing them softly with like we you know america's not country it's a business like we're just nobody you know the film community is very
3: scattered especially this year i agree with both your points and i'm not i'm not yeah. i'm just saying because they are lazy both you tie have to, to me you have to bring yeah. That it to them, and they're what they decided to do is say, well, we're assuming that they did do their homework. No, they didn't, and they're not going to. Yeah. And now you said, hey, halfway through the broadcast, I'm tuning out because you're not even giving me those those pieces, those nuggets that make me say, entice you to to stay on. I used to love when they'd show you like art direction, and you'd watch the sketches turn into. You know, into uh, yeah, into the... yeah, or You don't they, see or that with, anymore. Yeah, that's or with a with
0: stuff screenplay that, where they had the actual script as they yes. would show you the clip. Yes, yes.
3: yes. That where is that stuff? Where's the stuff that makes you makes them that should realize that there we are not all filmaholics. We are not all awards radar readers. We there's a lot of people out there who are well, just like, be. Uh, like they should be, but and they would be if someone gave them the opportunity. That in and they're not giving yeah. them that in. They're they're forgetting that. You know, they, they, it's, it's almost like a little. It's a little. Uh, what's the word? A little arrogant on their part. I said, yeah. "We're so, above you. I don't. I don't well, care about Sorry.
1: Well, I, think, I think. I think a I, lot of the films last year were very were were very accessible to a wide variety of, of audiences. Sure. I think a lot of people saw a lot of the movies that were last year, uh, or in 2019. I'm sorry, not 2020. And I think this year's crop of films. Were the best we were given under the circumstances. We had a lot of delays. We had a lot of different things that are happening uh, still in this country. Um, I think that though uh, the films that were nominated and then also the films that missed the cut, it was a strong year for Yeah, film. it was a strong People year. People yeah. themselves in general are and uh, and and this no this is all love to everyone out there. But Americans um, are, are are lazier. Okay. They are um, they are dumber. They are. We're they, not sending uh, our, wait, on, not sending Ryan, our best on, out on. there.
3: Are you talking about me? I'm
1: talking. I'm not talking about you, Steve. Oh, okay,
3: good.
1: I'm not talking about you. I'm talking <laughs> about general audiences <laughs> themselves. Because of the fact of the matter is, is general audiences see really random things that make a billion dollars, and and they also see a lot of comic book movies and stuff like this. They, they're you know, and then they get mad that you know in game and stuff like that isn't there and it's like well you know what maybe if you gave because here's the thing in 2019 what was so great about showing people parasite is that it changed their perspective and their minds on what they could see in the foreign language realm seeing something like 1917 once upon a time in hollywood the i even even the irishman okay they still saw it because it was a long movie and they saw it and they bitched and moaned about it. Little women, things like that. You know, Jojo rabbit, Ford V Ferrari. These are all, these were all big hits and Judas and the black Messiah. I know a lot of people that saw Judas and the black Messiah. I know a lot of people that saw promising young woman. I know people that saw um, that all I know. And then these aren't just film Twitter people. I know people that actively went out to watch uh, the father, um that tried to see no man land uh and that they did and they liked it and some didn't and that's fine that's that's how movie going is you know there were a lot of people that also i know i had a family member say did you see billy holiday what a wonderful film and i had to grin my and i was like, but I, in my head i'm <laughs> like you I, had, them. I, I, I had the exact and, exact same in, thing with uh, but in my hillbilly elegy yeah, exactly. But you know what? <laughs> At least they saw the films. But I will tell yes. you one yep. film that that really stuck with a lot of people. And that's why I was surprised that it didn't lean picture. Steve was One Night in Miami because I had a lot of family uh, watched that around the holidays when it came out and people really loved it. And so... You know, it ebbs and flows. There are some years like twenty eleven is a perfect example. That's a year where, like, you go look at that crop of films and you're like, "Geez, Lou, did anybody go to the movies this year and see anything good?" Um, you know, so I mean, well here's
3: here, let's I, uh, you know we're so. running a little long, so let's wrap up with the final question. Well, let me let um, me say one more thing because I do have to edit this, so I have another two hours up. So I'm gonna, I just want to finish my thoughts. <laughs> All right, I you. Um, you can make it longer; that's fine. <laughs> I hate myself. So um, I love you, buddy. What I was going to say is one, one thing that Hollywood seemed to for, have forgotten as well is that there were no theaters this year, so there were no trailers this year. And trailers mm. are those introductory um, mm. you know, opportunities to say, oh, wh- what is this? And whatever it is, whatever the genre is or whatever, the, whoever the, the cast is, it's that opportunity to reach out to people who typically wouldn't watch it. This year, I think it was like the conversations on Twitter and the conversations elsewhere but there was not that element to draw you in and to draw in the average viewer. And I mean you I think, got a
0: you got a West Side Story
3: trailer. Yeah, well, no no feet? that. Well that no that was good though and that's going to be good for next year. But I no in man the Land, a too. lot of these films yeah, did not play they, they had sure, the sure. FYC type trailers but they did not have the general audience hey what the hell is promising yeah. young woman I, I i brought up so many of the, the best picture or so many of the nominees and people's the response was yeah i don't know what that is i'm like really yeah, no, i know i know i know i it, know um, it's a tough year and they didn't I don't think yeah, they handle it well. so agreed i'm
0: done so um here let's give the final word to uh, an academy member who wrote, who wrote in with our question off twitter uh, dana ivy who is, uh, believe it or not, a five-time Tony Award nominee. Uh, seen in films such as uh, The Help, The Color Purple, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels and such. Um, I know her from some of the uh, the events. Uh, she uh, was not a fan of the ceremony, let's say. Uh, she wrote, uh, awful game, boring. No disagreement there. And there's a DJ question mark? I mean that's that's also a fair point. <laughs> yeah. everybody's a director. Horrible, sentimental intro into obits and terrible music accompanying it. She's not wrong about any of that. I got to say. Um, so, oh yeah, I'm who here... liked the the jamming pop oh. song fueled in memoriam?
2: What a Horrible. what a great moment of uh, of, of levity for yeah. the show. God. That was
3: that <laughs> was great. I, that was so. Pride, pride, and they that, flew so
2: through it. They would like go yeah. boom boom boom, and there'd be like four names that passed. It was ridiculous. I,
1: I I sat there and I'm like oh my god of all the stevie wonder songs to pick this is the mm-hmm. one you pick and then, like they also ran through I, I get there were many names to get through, and they didn't want to exclude anyone but Horrible. it just like at certain points it felt like okay speed along speed along speed along speed along and it just felt disrespectful like yes, the whole yes, the yes. whole night by the end of the night felt really disrespectful look i'm obviously i really love that anthony hopkins won but at the same token though it is very disrespectful that what they did in trying to uh, sort of uh, dream up or or, or, or hope dick you prediction. know, hope predict yeah. or whatever uh, that Chadwick was going to win, and that's really disrespectful to all his fans, to his family, to his memory, to his wife. There were a lot of things you that know, were and, about and this to whole Hopkins th- to Hopkins too as well, because now yeah. everyone's going to throw knives at him, and that's yes, completely exactly. unfair and. It's also, you know, it, it's also going to bring up a lot of uh, a deep well, wounds, and and listen, hopefully you, it doesn't bring up any at, racial you sensitivity, at, you know. And, and if
0: you throw knives at Odin, you best not miss. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I understand, but um, no. And then I go back to the stuff with Chloe Zhao and and sort of throwing her at the beginning of this episode of of the of, of this episode of this of this evening, and it just really felt very a lot of it felt very insensitive yes, at times and um, and i wouldn't expect i i think <laughs> well i while i love steven soderbergh this is I the guy who also the directed the laundromat so i'm not surprised
0: yeah i don't i don't think he likes the oscars so here we're gonna, mm-hmm. we're gonna put a pin in this and we're going to end this episode um this will be up monday At some point. And we're going to do another episode later on in the day that'll go up on Thursday in the normal time. And we'll talk about the Oscars, but we'll talk about some other stuff. We'll wrap up Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We'll talk about some other stuff. So I want to end this podcast. But since uh, Steve brought up that there wasn't trailers this year, um, when you say where people can follow you, tell me what you consider to be a perfect movie trailer. Oh, Oh, I know it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Miles, you go first.
2: Oh, my God. So, like, a movie trailer that, like, I consider to be perfect.
0: Yeah, it doesn't have to have gone on to Oscar glory, but you watch sure. that trailer and you're like, oh, yeah, like, perfect. Okay, okay. Um,
2: So, you can find me on Twitter and on Letterboxd, at Miles on Film. That's at M-Y-L-E-S on Film. Welcome to uh, Letterboxd. Thank way. you. Yeah, I'm just fe- feeling my way around. Very cool. Um, Please check out my short film, American Exorcist, which is on YouTube under Aftershock Pictures. Uh, my uh, One of my all-time favorite movie trailers is that first teaser they released for The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, mm-hmm. uh, the Fincher version, where it's set to the sort of Carano version of Immigrant Song. And it's really just cut to the beat, and it's a lot of cutting back and forth between images. And it's kind of great because at this point, the book series was pretty popular. People, A lot of people had seen the, um, uh, the original film, which was pretty popular, um, even for something like that. So there was this great sense of like – Fincher's doing it, but he's doing a big budget version with stars, and we're just getting these glimpses of images and things that we kind of recognize, but we don't
1: know quite what he's going to do with it. And
2: I really enjoyed that.
0: Cool. All right, Ryan, you want to go next?
1: Um, we're talking about what best best. uh, We'll say where they can
0: follow you, and then just pick a trailer that you think is perfect. (laughs) It's getting late. Oh, you know.
1: Uh, uh, sorry. It's it's getting late. Definitely
0: checked out in the last minutes. (laughs) I'm
1: sorry. Guys, it's just a lot going well, on. Well, do it quickly and then. You can um see. at uh, at Ryan McQuaid seventy seven, you can follow me. You know, for all the stuff here and all the other various places that I write for. Um, as for trailer, uh, like a, a great trailer. Uh, I'll use a movie from this year. How about Judas and the Black Messiah? That, that was a great sure trailer. Uh, talk it. about a, a trailer that everybody saw and reacted, and then it got nominated for best picture. Uh, a very universal film, um, and accessible film and cool. uh and and then also i always go back to this one but uh, mission possible fallout it's always great all right and Max Ooh, yeah.
3: my name is steve and you can find me on twitter and Letterboxed at film stork um, Ooh, the beer is hitting him um, yep and, <laughs> and i want to thank joey tonight for allowing me to drink and podcast it's the first yes. time and it's not going to be the last my favorite trailer of all time is the Jurassic park trailer yeah I've only seen it in theaters i've looked for it online and they the the versions online are never the same version but it was perfect it was uh it it didn't it, it was like jaws it didn't it never showed you the dinosaurs it didn't give you enough info it was just built it up so well and of course with the Jurassic park theme uh you know john Williams score there Mm. Uh, absolutely fantastic. So, someday I'll find it, and if I do, I'll put it on my Twitter account. Mm.
0: Um, and you can follow me at Joey Maggotson Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Letterboxed, um, <laughs> everything, um, and Awards Radar. Same places. All recipes. Yeah, and uh, I uh, trailer wise, the teaser trailer for Where the Wild Things Are.
1: Oh, sure, oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: When, when it was just the Gandolfini's carol carrying Max going, I don't want to wake you up, but I want to show you something. The music from that song cues in, and it's just little images from the... Isn't that, that also Carino? Uh, Carino, yeah, and is that an Arcade Fire song? Maybe? I think it's Arcade maybe.
1: Fire um, Waco. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, that's Waco. like
0: I, I So I distinctly remember going to see that movie Thursday night at midnight, you know, because that's when you go see a children's movie. Um, there's like me and like five, like girls in the theater, like all in our twenties. And I remember when they left complaining that, that that song wasn't in the movie and I resisted the urge to explain that's not how movies work, but you know, I was also single. So I think that was not what I would have approached them to say, but I, I love that movie. And that trailer was like, Oh God, they did it. Like, that's the thing I saw in my head. And that's very rare. Yeah. So I, I love that trailer. Okay. So that's it. The Oscars happened. We have uh fifty some odd weeks to kill now until the next one.
1: And, it starts uh, at can, everyone.
0: Yeah. So we'll 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 kill the time. I uh we'll find you some. know the next episode's gonna have the season finale of sugar and spicy. So that's something what? to look forward to. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, will he get renewed for season two? Stay tuned to find out.
3: <laughs> Please no. <I> mean, <laughs> yes.
0: which is to say that only I decide, I guess. So I guess <laughs> I'll decide. Um, but you Know we got fun stuff
3: planned. So, so, Joe, does this officially start season two of these? Um,
0: I guess, yeah, I guess uh, season two starts next week for wow. us. Congratulations.
3: Congratulations for the podcast, yeah, 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 that's very well, cool. Congrats! So, next flip,
0: episode will wrap up season one, yeah, wow. that's awesome. So, uh, stay tuned for that. And then I'll be like, will that be 32 episodes we did in season one? Yep, 32, yeah, because it's 31, so that'd be 32. So, there you go. Um Hopefully we didn't bitch and moan too, too much. We'll, we'll be a little more even killed tomorrow after we sleep, but no sleep. for now we're going to go to, we're going to go to, well, some of us are going to go to bed. Some of us are going to edit <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to, I don't know, eat because I have a problem. <laughs> so, right. you know, stay tuned, uh, get your vaccines and, uh, eventually we'll be back at the movies. So hopefully next year with a better show. So stay tuned. Thank you everyone for joining us. Thank you for paying attention and uh here's to season two take care
3: bye Bye, Bye, y'all
0: thanks for listening be sure to subscribe and to visit awardsradar.com for the best in awards and entertainment content